Blog Talk Radio. Personal injury, automobile accidents, workplace accidents, mesothelioma, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, all these things and more can be helped by new law office. Stephen P. New will fight for you and your rights. Mr. New, what is there to do if you're in an automobile accident? When car wrecks happen, insurance is always involved. Did you know that in West Virginia, we have the highest percentage of uninsured and underinsured motorists driving on our highways? That means that when you're in a car wreck, your attorney needs to know how to work with your insurance company to maximize the compensation that you'll receive. If you've been in a car wreck, call me, Stephen P. New. For your free consultation, call 1-888-692-8084 or visit newlawoffice.com. Stephen P. New will fight for you to get you where you need to be. He's a proud sponsor of our program, and Mr. New is a stand-up national and local attorney. Stephen P. New, Attorney at Law. Answers to your legal questions. Well, when you're a dumbass, that's going to be our topic tonight. Uh, what's up, everybody? It's Nate and Tim. What's up? We, uh, apparently, we're, what, 40 minutes late? 50 minutes roughly, late? Roughly. I think Blog Talk trims the fat, though, so hopefully this is not a, a big deal. Well, no, we'll just only be we'll be an hour, hour and ten uh, live. Yeah, and, that was my that was my fault. Um, I thought that it, I, yeah. we had a change, we had a time change um, that I thought I fixed, but apparently I didn't fix it, and I, I just, just like foobarred the whole thing. I just like to say to our faithful viewing audience that I had absolutely nothing to do with this. He really didn't have anything to do with this. It was totally my fault. So if you're expecting us to... I had uh, nothing to do with it. It did not involve Canada in any way, shape, or form. Well, I did everything. I had a time change because I knew I was going to be a little late getting on. So I was like, oh, we'll just change it and start at 11 instead of 10. I did every every step that is required to change it, except I did not hit save. And if you don't hit Uh, save, you cannot change the time. So As my they bad. Say, I thought I could... no harm, no foul. I mean, it is no <laughs> offense to anyone, but it is Sunday night. It's pretty late anyway for most listeners, I would think. Yeah. So if we if we screwed up your schedule, we apologize most profusely. Yes, and, I, and I will take the, the full live. If you uh, if you have any issues, you have any issues and are upset by the fact that we were late coming on. You can please, please email us and talk to our complaint department. That would be Tom Robinson at WideMenCan'tJump.com. Or or if you'd like quicker action, just hit us with a retweet. Yeah. (laughs) So, whoops. Sure to get right back to you on that. Screwed up a little bit to start out, but we're here. So let's have a let's have a reboot there. Hey, Nate, how's it going, buddy? Long time no speak. Oh, man. 
Uh, it's it's been a minute. Uh, not since I called and you called me a time changing motherfucker, but uh, yeah, pretty that, much. Yes, that's been a been an eventful. It's been it's a quiet a, week, uh, but an eventful week, if I can say that. See, At least on my. Balmy, uh, fifty-three degrees Fahrenheit here as we speak in the Great White North. Yeah. And, yeah, see, and you guys have to specify Fahrenheit. See, down here we we're all on Fahrenheit. We're all too stupid. Well, I'm saying Fahrenheit for the benefit of anyone listening up here that is going fifty-three. What the hell is he talking about? That would be like yeah, we're well. You wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to go outside if it was fifty three Celsius. Well, it's sixty nine <laughs> degrees here, Fahrenheit. So if you're listening, warmer, but not a whole lot. Yeah, it's it's warmer. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a little bit warmer. But um, it was an interesting. I had my week senior here too. I had my senior What is it? I said no. Go ahead with that. That's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had my ten year class. Yeah, ten years I've been out of high school now, so uh <laughs> and sadly I'm still in college. So <laughs> Would you believe would you believe that if I was to go to a reunion it would be number thirty three? If you went to a reunion there would probably not be that many people left. There would be some dead, yes, that has moved on to the great beyond or wherever, whatever we want to believe in, or just floating so out in the if atmosphere. You, if you die in Canada, do you go from the Great White North to the Great White Beyond? Well, it depends. Um, there are a few plans you can go. You can uh, be taken up to the Arctic and fed to a polar bear. It's part of the, you know, <laughs> paying it forward kind of thing. That reminds there, me of they're, they're having a little trouble with the ice cap melting up there, so... Any extra well, food? And that can, reminds me of a, those bears. That reminds me. It reminds me of an old joke. Uh oh. A very old Tom joke. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's entitled "How to Catch a Polar Bear." You ever heard that one? Uh, I don't think I have. If you hear any noise, it's my better half. She's getting into bed. She has to work right, tomorrow. But uh. Say hi to Steve for me. Steve. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you said it was your better half. Ah, Steve. fuck you. <laughs> but, uh, Polar bear joke. Nothing wrong with that, though. But here's the joke. It's called, how do you catch a polar bear? What you do is you cut a hole in some ice. Then you take a can oh, yes. of peas, and you line the hole with... As my better half climbs into bed. Then you take a can of peas, and you put it around the hole. Then when a bear comes up to take a pee, you kick it in the ice hole. Damn. <laughs> oh, boy. Here I thought I was going to send you to a stone and show me your nuts or something along those lines, but oh well. well that would get I got you. a boo out of Autumn on that one, so that tells you how good that it was. That would get you um, two weeks free health care up here. Two weeks. Two weeks free health care. Two weeks for you. Speaking, you know, we talked about dying in Canada. This is this is, raises a point, a point of order for me. Uh, if you die in Canada, do do you have to like pay to be buried there? Is that like a private thing, or is <laughs> is that also government? Yes. Yeah. No, seriously. You, 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 well, it depends. Like the city has a cemetery, of course. Okay. So to get a plot there, you you have to pay. But a lot of okay. churches up here have their have their own. So if you're a mm-hmm. member of that church, that's of course that's free. But in Canada, when you when you do when you do pass, um, there is a um, 
I don't know what you'd call it. I guess a government grant, I guess your best way to put it. Um, you get a small amount. I think it's 1200 bucks or something like that. To, so to the government push does push. chip in? Yeah. My God. It's $1,000 so or $1,200 or something like that. What would be the average funeral cost in Canada? Uh, Well, the biggie, of course, like all funerals, is the casket. You know, if you want to yeah. spend the money, you I mean, as if you've ever had anything average. to do with I, I I have no, I would probably guess, I I really don't know, but I would say probably five grand, maybe more. Five grand? Okay, well, see, down in the United States, it's it's a little more than that. It's uh, between seven be and 10,000. Because like I said, that's I mean, true. It says in North America, it's going to cost you a big bucks. I can quickly. It's ridiculous. Uh, you got to be rich to die. Don't you think it's a little silly? Well, I, I guess it depends on whether you're going to succumb to the to the uh, uh, the, the, the gamemanship, right? Does it really matter? Yeah, I what suppose so. Dead, you know, if you only want to spend five hundred bucks for a wooden casket, yeah, I guess you can do that, right? But of course, they guilt you. So, but... You know, there are ways. I suppose you, uh, you cremation. I'm not sure what that costs these days. You know, the That's cost of cremation is skyrocketing. Down here, it's getting more it and more expensive. Is, except that you don't have to buy a because you no longer have to buy a place to be buried, though. Exactly. Like, you, you could just keep the ashes if you're so inclined, or scatter them, or whatever it is you want to do. But um, I always kind of thought, and boy, I could get I could could get some heat for this, but whatever. I always thought the whole thing of a funeral was a bit of a scam. In some ways. I mean, I, it, it seems a little silly. It kind of seems like a, a super, like not really superstition, <sighs> but just a, a tradition that kind of doesn't make a well, lot it's not, of sense. It's the fact that the, the demand that you have to, you know, if you want to put a, if you yeah. want to bury somebody in the ground, you need a license and a pot, and and then you have to have a body that's been. I guess the argument is, is they go for. Um, you know, it's for health reasons and disease or whatever else. But I mm-hmm. don't know. I always thought that was a bit of a, you know, as long as the hole's deep enough, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I I guess it's to keep people from what would you know what what would inevitably happen is Bill would decide that he wanted to bury his family in, in his front yard. Yeah, you know, I okay, mean. No, it's, you know, and if there was no rules and regulations, pretty soon there'd be bodies all over the place, and no rhyme or reason yeah, to any of it. True. They might get a little weird. So, but but it's still a yeah, scam that, that costs thousands of dollars to bury it. Yeah, and, and it, it only costs so much because they know you have to do it, and that's because it's kind of everyone's tradition. It always has been. But uh, my argument with that is, I have been one of those that. I really want to just donate my body when I die to science. Don't you know? You can have a celebration of life, but you don't need me for that. Like the no, best thing to do. I, I don't. And I don't know for the donated thing. Like, I mean, they, do they? Is they really? And I'm asking because I don't know. Uh, do they really use mm-hmm. all of you? For I mean, what? as much as as they can, from what I've I've seen. I mean, there's no real limit to what they can't use. Like, if you're, because I'm an organ donor personally, 
Um, I believe if I'm dying or I die, it's, it's better for me to, uh, to go and just here, here, use my body for something, you know, don't just let it, don't just put me in the ground and let me be worm food, which is fine. But, you know, if you can take my eyes, my kidneys, my liver, my stomach, you know, who I don't I have plenty of stomach to go around. Trust me. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure like a science, anything. Uh, a science, uh, advances that 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 list probably gets longer um yeah exactly like if if you can if you can do anything to make some other person's life better with me i'm dead so nobody worry about that i mean i know you can i I don't understand why we don't do that i mean i joked about the polar bear thing but i know you can be taken and fed to the sharks yeah i mean i know that's a real deal i mean i don't know what that costs you because I do know to transport a, a dead body anywhere is a rather, uh, and I guess it probably, should, I don't know, there again, probably should be or else people would go crazy. But that's a, a rather expensive undertaking to move a body from anywhere to anywhere, from what I understand. Yeah, it really so, is. So even to get to a coast to be fed to the sharks might be an expense that's. Yeah, I guess, you know, it probably boils down to it's like everything else. was good intentions at the beginning, and there was reasons for the rules, and then the bureaucracy got to be, as it tends to with most things, uh, it got too carried away, and then somebody realized, you know, we could... Yeah, capitalism, and people realized, hey, uh, we can make some money on this. Yeah, we could, uh, if we just, you know, require that another farm be filled out here, we we could charge another 20 bucks. Exactly, yeah, well, and then they just keep, and, it, you know, keep going before you know it. It's like health care or anything else. It's like here, this is this is going to well, be a few grand. All you know? if you need a if you need a what a, a, a certificate of death and and I believe it's something from at least here anyway. I believe it's from the I'm not sure if it's the provincial government or the federal one, but you need those two things before you can bury anybody. But you got to pay for them. It's yeah, not I mean. Free. You have so, to you have to pay you have to pay money to prove that someone you love die. is dead. Isn't yeah. that wonderful? So it, so it is kind <laughs> of it is kind of bizarre in one way, but like I said, but if they didn't do it, there would be people taking it. I mean, I don't know how you take advantage of it, but somebody would come up with a way to do it. You know, we're shipping cocaine mm. and coffins and instead of bodies and. You know, whatever else. I mean, it probably happens yeah, anyway. That's but true. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, no, that that was a good question, though. I imagine it's probably fairly similar to from here to there. Yeah, it seems like it is. It seems like that I even mean, the great, honest, even the great Canada probably, couldn't get away with the fact that uh, that we have that we've been hit by privatized business for burial. So what do you do, right? I think it's I think it's always been. I yeah, mean, there was undertakers kind of back, you know, like when you read anything about the Old West, I mean, there was undertakers at that point already, so somebody had figured out, and it's kind of a thing that a lot of people don't want to deal with, right? There are some people who could probably scoop up their dearly beloved and departed and, and take them out into the bush and dig a hole and throw them in and not really, you know, and deal with it, where there, there are other people who cannot. You yeah, know, and don't forget you got to add all the, the all the formaldehyde and all the yeah. You know, grandma's in the, died in the in the living room, and she nobody wants to touch her. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, and that sort of thing. Where you know, the professionals 
did play a role, I guess. That's, I don't know what the uh, might be interesting for to look up the uh, what are the origins of the Undertaker. And, well, I mean, it's right, something that uh, if somebody dies, if somebody dies grisly, you know, it's one thing to die in your sleep at home. It's another thing, you know, Billy got run over by the uh, tractor, you know, hit by a bus or you know whatever. Do you <laughs> yeah. really want to deal? Yeah, you know, do you really want to deal with that? Not, not particularly. No, so, not at all. Not at all. No, man, so we I, really I kicked off is... this episode. We really kicked off this episode hey, well, this in a morbid what, manner, didn't we? This is what the podcast about nothing is about. It could go anywhere, and will. You know, we've only been on the air really for ten minutes. It, it'll go darker places than this yet. Trust me. Very true. Very true. Um, so, but yeah, uh, this. Uh, in case you're wondering where our, our esteemed guest Tom Robinson would be right now, he is preparing for his job tomorrow, and he's got a he is, very, uh, very long day. I've been authorized to issue the following statement. Oh God, here we go. Tom Robinson is busy training for his first uh, MMA fight in the uh, women's division against uh, Christina Cyborg. He's trying to drop the weight (laughs) from 280 down to 140, I believe. And he's uh, undergone the therapy treatment. So he he has been cleared to fight as a woman. He will now be known as Thomasina Robinson. Thomasina? (laughs) Yeah, Thomasina uh, Robinson III. Well, it's the first, actually. I guess it would be now. The third would be scrubbed out. It would be the first. And uh, uh, hailing you know, from Cl- from palatial Clifton Heights still, though. That's still part of it. You but. know, we we talked, you just brought up the name Thomasina, and that brings me, uh, I had a teacher in school. Um, her name, and she, uh, her name was Miss Epperhart. I mean, she's still alive. She's she's a great woman. Uh, she was a great teacher. But her, she said that her dad wanted a boy when she was born, and she was named her first name. So she, she, got goes those, she, she goes by Tana. Well, she goes by Tana. Well, and let me get there. Her name is her first name. She goes by is Tana, but her legal name is Thomas Anna. That is her Lord. legit real name. And she's a great, great teacher. Absolutely fantastic person too. Um, I was trying to think. There was, it was my sixth grade just, homeroom teacher. Just this week, we watch, uh, for those who don't, well, I don't think I've ever brought it up on air. I'm a Jeopardy fanatic. Yeah, yeah, I like to watch Jeopardy every day. Okay, there was a a woman on Jeopardy this week. Sweet-looking, really attractive lady. Uh, Young Mm -hmm. thing, you know, in her her mid-20s, maybe. But she had a name, and be damned if I can... Oh, it was... It was, when you first looked at it, it looked like Caitlin. But it was C-A-T... L I O N, but pronounced Cat Lion. That was her name. Cat Lion. Cat Lion. <laughs> and Cat I'm Lion. like, you know, I assumed wow. it was a, you know, one of those parents who, you know, my 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 child is so special. I want to I want to call her Caitlin, but she must have her own spelling to make her yeah, even more that's special. Yeah, uh, and uh, that's a white people. I that's a white people a, thing. Yeah, I thought it was a, well. <laughs> I don't know, black. No offense to black people, but they come up with some. They start making stuff up. It seems that white people have really took off and ran with that. Like, here's the thing with white people. Here's what they do, and this is no offense to white people. Hell, I am a white person. You, white people people. take that. We, I am a white people. Um, White people are known to take names like 
common names and give unique spellings, whereas African Americans, black people, they take and just make it make different they names. They make something up that no they like the sound of and, and roll with it. I don't know. Well, up here it was always like I've got some friends that, you know, they they wanted to name their their kids like whatever it was, and they liked that name, but there were so many of them that they somehow felt, you know. I think it really honestly was in a lot of cases. Um, you know, my kid is just so much more special than every other kid. It can't have the, I want to call it, you know, um, uh, Katie, but I can't spell it the old-fashioned way, or I-E, i got to give them two E's at the end. Or no K, Katie with a C, or two T's, or whatever else it might be. Yeah, so yeah. Like that, well, know, see, that's just, down, in, down here where I live, it's, uh, everybody now has to have the last name, or, or the the ending of the baby's name is Lee, Brantley, Bentley, Kaylee, Kylie. Uh, oh my God! Either Lee or Son. You got Branson, Braxton. Well, uh, look at it this way: just you also have to calm. take into account the sheer stupidity of other people. I mean, my son is Matthew, and when he went to grade one, I remember this vividly because I laughed out loud. Timothy. The I'm teacher goes, would you like to be, you know, Matthew or Matt? You know, now's, now's where you make that choice for what the teacher yeah, is going to call you, right? So, I, yeah. I mean, we always called him. Nobody called him Matthew. His mother did, and but that was about it. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, you're, it's your name, buddy. And of course, he's, well, Matt, because not only is it, I prefer it, but it's shorter, right? <laughs> As a boy, we didn't really know how many boys like to print that much. Not many. So it was short. Teacher looks right at me and goes, well, how would you spell that? And I'm like, (laughs) M-A-T-T? How else would you spell Matt? And she goes, oh, well, you never know. Somebody want want it to be M-A-T. And I go, why? Yeah, that's a, true. Like what you wipe your feet off on outside the door. Yeah, that's that's different. You, <laughs> like, that's a, there's a welcome. Oh my kid, that. There's a welcome she's mat, like, just, and then there's welcome mat. Yeah. You know, there's she's just like, well, no, just uh, just checking because she said, I, you know, I I have learned in well, the last. That's actually and this is already smart 20, on her end. Yeah, you know, Matt is will be 23. She said, I've already learned. That's 23 years ago already. She said, I've already learned not to assume anything in this job for how kids' names are said or spelt. Because some woman will go would would have looked at me and said, well, M A T. What other way is there to spell it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's true. That's, that's a good point on her part. Autumn and I chose the name Cade for our little boy that's uh, due here in about three months. See, um, the only two, uh, without you telling me, because I don't remember, there's only two ways mm-hmm. I could go with that, a C, a C or a K, uh-huh. which would be the two differences I could come up with. Now, if you start yeah, at, or maybe it. you're adding a an E, maybe. We we're spelling it K A D E. That's it. Okay. Well, see that to me. There's only two ways to spell it, with a K or with a C. Yeah. If if you want to do it with a K. Two E's and an A on the end. Well, now you've gone too far. Or when people start yeah, putting I, in letters that are there, but don't, but you don't say them. Yeah, well, like my mom put that had in a girl there if you weren't going to pronounce it. My mom's a teacher. Too, she had know, a girl in school that had a silent J at the beginning of her name. Yeah, I mean the English language is kind of a. Uh, a messed up one anyway. I've got some 
I went to school with some people. Their last name was, I mean, Matt, granted, they're from, they were from Eastern Europe somewhere, but it was R-W-S-Z-O-R-E-K. Okay, now when you look at that. Goodness. <laughs> at the very least, that name should start with a W sound, right? With what, with a Normally, w but Eastern Europe there, it's weird. Well, they pronounced it Jossic. And okay. I'm like, there is no J, O, or S at the beginning of that name. <laughs> How do you get Joss out of that? I defy right. any linguist to... And if so, why didn't they? Why don't you just spell it that way? <laughs> yeah, really. But it was, you know, last names are nasty. A lot of them. That's crazy. But uh, I'll go ahead and say this um, to kind of change the subject a little bit here. But yeah, moving along. I uh, I did go to my ten year reunion last night, and that was. It was it was a good time. I think we we had a good time. Um, it was really a good time, and there was a lot of a uh, lot going on. Uh, DJed a lot, and had, just got to see my friends from high school. Some of which you know I see all the time. Some that I hadn't seen in a long time. Like I think one girl came that I hadn't seen in ten years. Literally, I haven't seen her since graduation. Yeah, well, I got, um, I've got to um, ask the obvious question. Okay. For me. Did, was there anybody there who was an item, to your knowledge, that was an item in high school that wasn't anymore and the possibility of a hookup existed? Uh, not that I know of, no. Not um, that you know of? Most you know of the guys you, were... you didn't go to, you did, there wasn't that many of you, though, was there? Uh no, we graduated a hundred and seventy some, I think. Oh, that's a that, okay. well, no, that's a or hundred and sixty, hundred and sixty some. And I'm looking at the picture right now. Let me count how many was there last night. Two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to talk out of school or anything. Seven, there was about twenty. There was about 30 of us there, at least, if not more. I, I saw a picture on, I don't know there. if it was your, might, might have been your page, or at least you had uh, commented on or reposted or something. Yeah. There was a, 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 there was a lady there wearing a white dress, whose name I want to say yes. from, I, I don't <laughs> name Tina, I believe. Yes, I know exactly. We'll, we'll <laughs> just leave her. Yeah. Her. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. Let so me tell you about her. T- I've known her. If anybody who since... knows Tina is listening, because we do have some pretty good listenership in West Virginia. <laughs> that's I not just, her name. But I'm not saying to... anything more about it than, than this Canadian boy noticed that American <laughs> girl, and that's very, very nice. She was, she has been a really good friend of mine since kindergarten. We went to all through school together, all the way from the start. She was my twelfth uh, grade homecoming formal date. That was the girl I took to my own. Well, Nate Bush, you talk you. <laughs> my as my fiance lays over here. Tim, hold on just a second.
Tim saw her, and Tim goes, Oh, yeah, no, it's just attractive. Not knowing anything oh, else I'm about her or yeah, anything I'm else. Just, yes, saw it. Yeah, purely, purely on the visual, attractive woman, no two ways she, around she's, it. She's a very, very nice woman. She really is. She's a nice person. No, well, and, that uh, just makes the package that much better. She had plenty of alcohol last night. My God. <laughs> okay, now the next question is, is she is she attached? Uh, actually going through a divorce, believe it or not. Oh, my. Well. <laughs> well. And you're about to renounce Canadian citizenship, aren't you? How does she, how does she feel? What is the status of her passport? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But no, she she is no, a, no, she's no. a very nice person. Very uh, nice as, as attractive as she is, and I'm sure she's a very 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 nice lady. I'm, I'm she is she is. I'm so smitten with the one I have that she would she would not do. I'm afraid. I understand. I'm the same way with mine. I'm smitten with yeah, mine to the point I wouldn't trade her. Yeah, I wouldn't trade her for uh, the new I, model. I, I, I will. I will always be able to uh, point out uh, attractive women. It's, uh, I think if you're a man and functioning, it's what you do. But uh, as a replacement, well, I mean, I suppose if mine was like dead and gone or something, then maybe. But like, I, I don't know how. Yeah, no, I would never. I've never been able to want to uh, leave one. If my relationships, if they've ended, it's always been the lady. I've always. I've never bothered to be with anybody. I didn't. Uh, I wasn't trying to make it for the long term. That makes sense. Yeah, I understand. I mean, oh yeah, I mean maybe in high school or something, but as a, as a grown up, you know, I didn't bother to get involved with somebody if it was just for fun. Well, then just do it for fun, and you don't have to worry about it then. But but yeah, we, we and in an odd time. and uh, in an odd twist Autumn of fate, I look up at the I look up at the television, and Homer Simpson is eating. Uh, uh, he has in one hand a chocolate sundae, and in the other hand a shrimp cocktail. Go figure. It makes perfect sense. Uh, if you hear any noise in the background, that is definitely Autumn is watching Hell's Kitchen. Uh, she and I have become addicted to that show. But uh, the 10-year reunion uh, went well. Uh, we actually, Josh and myself, background Josh Brown, we did the DJing. Actually, Autumn did most of the DJing. She uh, she cranked out the tunes last night. Okay, you uh, did she all had of to it. Figure, forgive me. She had to <laughs> figure out a way to be there to keep an eye on you. Oh, please. She didn't want to go. I had to ask her to go. I wanted her to go just because I'd like my pregnant fiancé there. So she slyly made you think. No, she was like, I don't want to go. Yeah, no, I realized that's what she told you, but that is just the mind of a master at work. (laughs) But, yeah, the food was awesome. We really enjoyed the food. I had way too much to drink. Uh... (laughs) So, um, I would I, had, I would like to hear Autumn say, y'all have a good time now, you hear? Hold on, I'll see if she'll do it. See if hey, she'll do it. Tim, Tim wants you to say, y'all have a good time now, you hear? Like exaggerating or the way I say it? I guess the way you say it. Yes, the way you say it. <laughs> there you go, she did it, did you hear? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you, darling. Thank you, darling. If I ever come to West Virginia and have a cup of coffee, you'll get a serious tip. (laughs) He said if he ever comes to West Virginia and has a cup of coffee, you'll get a serious tip. (laughs) (laughs) 
But uh, and I meant money. <laughs> and he meant money, by the way. <laughs> but no, it, it was uh, it was a good time to see everybody. I got to see uh, some really close <laughs> friends. I'm getting back to this because I, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, we were headed to dangerous water there. But yeah, and uh, up, update on the Nate front. I've lost uh, lost about ten pounds. Um, well, here, here, me too. Roughly. Me too. As a matter of fact. Really. I, oh, awesome. I maybe never told you. I never never told you. That no, I you didn't. Up, uh, oh, I gave up. Uh, I gave up snacks and chips and. Oh yeah, you have, did mention uh, something about that. And have amped up the vegetables and that sort of thing to an attempt to at least not get any bigger anyway. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Small results. I, I have. Uh, I have left out. I have cut the bread, the pasta, the carbohydrates, the. Uh, Potatoes, anything of that. Uh, oh God, no! So, I'm, do so I'm I'm doing that to try to lose weight. Um, no real junk food. I've uh, been eating eating a lot cleaner. Uh, a lot of green stuff. Uh, a lot of vegetables. Yeah, me too. Uh, cauliflower, a lot of lettuce, rice. A lot of, a lot of lettuce, a lot of celery, cucumbers, that sort a lot of, of thing. I'm eating a lot of meat and cheese, man. A lot of meat and cheese, though, because that's the low-carb lifestyle. Uh, lost lost about 10 pounds. Trying to get down. Try, uh, goal weight is 275, so I'm trying to get back to 275. Got a ways to go, mm-hmm. but uh, hopefully we can get there. As the uh, as the doctor said, you know, anything you do is uh, – I was kind of surprised. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't, you, I mean, you're not old like I am, so, of course, for you, it's uh, – it's just a lifestyle choice at this point. It's not a I have to do it kind of thing. I mean, no, I don't have to do it, but yeah, yeah I mean, close to that. it wasn't something you know that was I mean. a dire emergency. But the doctor said, yeah. you know, you may want to keep an eye on it. So yeah, he basically yeah, he basically to. told me that the, the approach used to be, of course, that you had to give up everything and you know go cold turkey and you can't ever eat this again and blah 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 blah. blah. He basically said the only people who got to worry about that is if you're diabetic. Then you got to be, you know, because if you start taking in too much sugar, you can you can really mess yourself up and start uh, having to get your feet cut yeah. off and cool shit like cool shit yeah, like that. Yeah, and, di- and di- diabetes is a silent killer too. My uh, my dad, uh, he was my my entire dad's side of the family was diabetic, so I'm trying to avoid that as much as possible. Um, I've made it to almost thirty, still not diabetic, so uh, I only drink the diet soda. I've I've already changed over to that. Yeah, I did um, that years ago, so. Which, and on this low carb, you know, I, I thought he might cut me off of that, but they did say no. You drink as much of that as you want to. So the aspartame's not good for you, of course, but it's course. way better than the alternative. So pick and choose. Yeah, right? I've, I've heard that too. I've heard you know the aspartame's not really good for you, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's it's not, you're not drinking well, any is? calories. Yeah, what, I mean, the the air we breathe is bad for us, so. I mean, if you if you if you don't drink like I don't drink coffee at all. No, I don't so, either. All right, so uh, there's one for most people anyway. There's there's a biggie in the health department. They're you know six cup a day people or whatever it is. I've never smoked a cigarette in my life, not even a puff, nothing. So there's Me, that neither have I. That never had one. That, that okay, there's but there's another vice that most people have. I've never ever done any type of recreational drug of any kind, ever. Neither have I. Even so, there's another thing that for most people is a big plays into their health. You know that they 
uh, you know, you might not if you hadn't lived such a, a hard rough st- uh, lifestyle, you might not have got to the point you're at. So I don't have any of that prehistory. I've never done any of that to my body. So what what more is it that you want me to do? You know, okay, no, you can't drink pop and you can't have sweets and you can't have a hamburger. Okay, well, what's left at yeah, that point? I agree. Okay, you know, and and if that's the price I have to pay to live to be a hundred, I don't know that I want to live to be a hundred. <laughs> well, not when you yeah, see other people who, who 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 got drunk every weekend for forty years, smoke a pack and a half a day, smoke pot, do coke, or whatever it might be occasionally, heroin or crack or whatever the hell's out there, ate mushrooms, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and okay, well, that I mean to me that's going to affect your health a lot more than eating too many hamburgers. Unless, you know, you're eating 10 a day or something. All right, I mean, that's yeah. okay, I'm on board. But My biggest, so my he, biggest he issue is... The gist of it. He basically told me, you have your choices are this. And the easier way to do it is, is just when you do eat, think about what you're eating. Yeah. It's like, you know, don't, you know, don't make the easy choice all the time, which is, you know, well, we'll just have a pizza or whatever. Eat some vegetables. Yeah, cheap, the cheap Try eating least, choice is always the unhealthy one. Yeah, try to try to counter what what you're eating that isn't that good for you, with some stuff that is, and at least your if nothing else, your body's getting some nutrition if if nothing else. Yeah, yeah. I think so in I the past up. week, I think in the past week I've added so much like, and I think Autumn can attest to this. I've had more green stuff in the past two two weeks well, than one, I've maybe had in the you. past six months. But to go to to go to a place where a lot of people, what a lot of people don't like, want to talk, don't want to. Well, I don't mind talking about it, but people, some people don't. You do notice a change in your bathroom habits. No, oh, you do. You start Very much so. Yeah, you know. I think you notice right away. I don't think it even you takes do. two or three days, and you realize you that your, your old your old uh, status is not what your new one is. And yeah. I found I don't go as much. Not that I went a lot before, because I'm a little older than you are. I don't eat as much, but it—I uh, definitely don't go anywhere near as much. And the uh, well, the quantity, the the quality and quantity is a, is much improved if there's such a thing in that yeah. department. Well, here's the thing: well. I've also changed uh, portion sizes too. I've tried not to eat as much yeah, um, well, anymore. I was talking to with with, with Tom about his. Because, of course, he doesn't, you know, he's just trying to go on his own, eh? I said, well, the doctor told me the biggest thing you can do, and that's one that I have the most trouble with, is eat breakfast. Yeah, I can't eat breakfast. I I just can't do it. Yes, and I hate eating breakfast, too. I I don't, especially if I've got anything to do, because then I feel bloated or fat or, you know, uncomfortable that I ate. And then, of course, at some point you've got to go to a bathroom. Now, and with what I did for a living previous, uh, building houses, there was no bathrooms. You know, that meant a trip. Yeah. You had to get in a car and drive somewhere, which may have been further than you wanted to go and all that. So the easy way to avoid that is just not eat, right? You know, if you've got to take a leak, that's easy to deal with. But doing a number two is uh, a little more difficult when there's nowhere to go. Um, Yeah. but but, But I have found that even just... Anything, a muffin, a uh, half a banana, anything, 
and in an hour you you do you might feel a little icky for a bit and you feel better and you're not as hungry anymore you're not looking for that food at 10:30 quarter to 11 where before I was you know I could have a snack now and you snack and then you eat lunch and then you're looking for a snack and you know that's what kills you well my thing eating was and, I would never eat um, like let's say, for example, you get to work at nine o'clock. Okay, well I'm there at nine. I'm not hungry. I don't eat because I'm I'm the kind of person I have to wait at least an hour after I get up before I can eat. I just can't eat. I get physically sick. Um, so what I would do is go to work. Normally wouldn't get hungry until lunchtime. Like I would have a drink or something. Like you know I'd get a soda or get a you know, when I used to really pound energy drinks, I would get one of those, but I don't drink a lot of those anymore unless I have to get up at the butt ass crack of dawn. Yeah, um, good for you, but, things, but anyway. No, they're not good for you, but, like, you know, there comes a time when you, you got to wake up because you got shit to do. Well, and one, I, just, I'm, I can't. One's not, one's not going to kill you. I only drink I one a day. If I if I drink I've any, it's guys, one a day, and that's it. And I don't have them unless I have to get up early, early. Pound them down, and it's just like, good God, your heart must be pounding right out of your chest. Oh yeah, I used to love them. I used to drink them like crazy, but I don't anymore. Yeah, I can do without those. But anyway, sorry. Back to your. uh, But yeah, it's you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just trying to. I want to get a better quality of life for myself, I guess, uh, if I can say so. just because I'm, you know, I need to lose weight. I got a baby coming, and now my life. Well, not, it's about me, but it's not just about me anymore. You're Does that make that sense? Other group though too, because you're not only like you would be a big guy regardless. Yeah, I'm like, just broad-shouldered, big dude. Because you're help tall. It. Like I'm, not, I don't have that tall thing going. I'm you, except I'm six inches shorter, or more. Because you're what six four? Yeah, roughly six four, six five, depending. Yeah, okay. See, and I'm I don't, if I if I have fat feet that day, I'm, I'm maybe five foot seven. So you I mean you've got like nearly you know three quarters of a foot on me, and I'm weighing not far from what you are. I mean I'm pushing or was pushing you know two eighty. Okay, well, that's just too big. Yeah, well, my I gotta, body I'd was love never to get down to 280 again. I haven't been 280 yeah, I mean, in a no, long but my, time. But my body was not designed to carry that kind of weight. Yeah, and it, that's all fine and dandy when you're young, you can get away with it. But as you get older and the muscles start to, you know, and everything starts to, like quite literally, everything starts to break down, for lack of a better word. The older you get, the you know, the easier it is to get hurt and the more pressure and blah 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 blah. blah. So I mean I've yeah. always been a big I've always been a big guy from the waist up, but I was never fat. You know yeah. I had a just a just a brute for your job, like, right? Yeah, I mean I used to be a, I would when I had I could I had a hard time I have a hard time now getting shirts because to get them wide enough for my shoulders, they're made for a guy your size, and they're down yeah. to my fucking knees. You know I got I got to look around for shit or just impossible. It's Trying to get close to fit, impossible. Just, just impossible. Then, because I, because I got older and didn't work quite as hard anymore, then all that from up top. I mean, I'm still big across the shoulders, but it's also 
moved down below the rib cage now. And I mean, I got a. I mean, I could be. I definitely seen way bigger guys than me, but I'm not tiny in the gut department anymore either for a man my size. And it's just at some point it just became, you know, I don't like this anymore. And I definitely, yeah. at the very least, I don't want to. I don't want to see it get any bigger. So what can yeah, I do? Yeah, I can understand that. that. Uh, you know, that isn't going to drive me nuts. To like I said, I totally gave up like chips. I used to love chips. I would eat a bag uh, of chips. A sir, you get the best chips in the world up there. So yeah, I can understand and I, why. Uh, and I, uh, I went, I went from a, like a big bag a day, basically, to one little bag a week. That's it. Well, there's just big, I mean, there are completely and totally throwaway calories that you don't need. You, I mean, you're eating just for the fun of eating. Well, not that that's not okay sometimes, but you got to limit those times to, you know, like you said, too, you know, well, it's not that you can't have a hamburger. You just can't have one every day. Yeah. You know, if you want to have a hamburger with, you know, cheese and bacon and all that, and that's all well and good. But then you know, for the next couple of days, you better eat healthy. Yeah, and you can yeah, and you can true. sort of cancel those things out a little bit. And at least, if nothing else, like I said, you get some more nutrients in you. I've I've found like I, I like a good like a good Caesar salad or a good garden salad. I got no problem. Yeah, you with can't those. beat a good salad, eat. man. You really can't. I can eat uh, those and, and find them enjoyable. Um, well, my and, thing uh, is on this low carb thing. A salad, and you throw in because I can eat all the the meat that I, I want. So I'm constantly throwing in like pepperoni and ham and bacon, and, and you know it sounds completely unhealthy, but because there's no like there's low carbohydrates, the body is burning up the stored fat that you have, and you're actually losing weight eating right, that. Right, but way. then but then you're once not loading you get down to on that starches. point. Once you get to that point, though, then do you, do you have to switch the diet then? Yeah, once you get to a certain point, you have to switch over and start uh, – you have to start trying to lose – or you have to switch over to a more healthy uh, – because you can't just eat like that forever because that will cause uh, problems. Uh, but I well, have you been – uh, I mean, you do need uh, – you do need some carbs and some protein. I mean, you do need. Oh, yeah, it. well, it's impossible to cut out all the carbs. It's impossible. No, and um, like I know some people that you know this nonsense of, and you hear about it every couple of years when it comes along. Eat not, you know, eat nothing but rice. Well, okay, that will like say you lose your water weight, and maybe a few yeah, pounds. Yeah, you do. But then, but then you're going to kill yourself because you're not getting. Yeah, you're not getting that protein and the things you, you need get to get like to, to survive. I mean, there's no, there's not much nutritional value in rice, really, all by its own. You know, no, there's not. Fish and, in there, and if you're listening out there, this is, or, the, uh, this is the wide man can health. So, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> uh, I think it, it, it is particularly men. It's not something. A yeah, lot of we have a like time because when we're young, when we're when we're really young, like back in our teenage years, you know, we can kind of run around and, you know, yeah. we can eat, you know, two pizzas and go outside and play football for three hours and we burned it off, no problem. Cause it's we're always kind of, but uh, it's kind of a vicious that. double standard, too, because a lady, of course, well, you know, okay, well, she's put on some pounds, which is old, where she had a baby, so it's okay. Well, not really. 
you know, they're just as, as uh, it's the reason why they might have put on some pounds. But it's it's the same game for them. But people don't for men. It's you know, well, if a man, you know, fat man is well ridiculed, right? For the most part. Yeah, I mean, bigger women are too. I mean, I'm not going to say they're not. But right, but women they, also they, have. Well, that, no, but they, they have they've got some built-in. I don't want to say excuses, but they don't seem to take the the, the stigma. There is not. Um, well, as you get remember, older, it's not what it is for a man. A woman, a woman has the opportunity to have some of her fat that she puts on stored in her breasts and in her ass, and men like that. So, true, via so. looking at it, guys like it. Well, I wish because you know I think I could fill an A cup with a little work. <laughs> a cup, get on my level, kid. I'm a B cup at least. No, no, I'm not. I got a tiny little bit there. I, that's kind of my thing is that I, I don't want to have man boobs. That that I just, although I'm probably going to end up with some at some point if I ever get old enough and I'm not mo, that mobile now, once anymore. You get old, once once there, you but. reach a certain age, once you reach a certain age, you can just stop giving a shit because you're going to die eventually. Anyway. Well, the trade in there, though, is out. then it's uh, you don't have to give a shit, but now you're you're not healthy enough more than likely anyway. That you can, yeah, if exactly. you're not going to give a shit, you, you may kill yourself at some point, depending on what true. else you got going on. For there's true, but if uh, I'm 85 years old and I'm still on a diet, does somebody just shoot me? Okay. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm 85 years old. I'm going to have steak and potatoes every day. I always figured if I lived long enough to watch my own kid grow up, which I have done, and he has a kid, and I see him at least get close to growing up. That's pretty much gravy after that. What's, I mean, what you hanging around for? I mean, if you live longer, fine. But if you don't, I don't know. The yeah, if, you I mean, see in your, if you see in your 70s, I think you've done all right. If you didn't yeah, see 70s, true. then, then you, missed, you probably missed some life that you probably should have got for whatever yeah, reasons. Yeah, that's, but. that's the, old, uh, the old adage. Um, but, you know, speaking – talking about people and talking about being healthy and working out, Tim – Football is right around the corner. Uh, our beloved football. Oh, oh man, I, I cannot football. wait. I cannot well, wait I do for believe football if, season. If memory serves me right, I do believe some camps actually open, start here, like just either tomorrow or sometime this week, I want to say. Yeah, I believe you're right. Remember, uh, sometime this if memory week, serves, I, of, uh, I believe it's this week. Uh, yeah, I think you're or right. Or at least rookies are reporting or something along those lines. Oh, speaking of football, without before we start into the NFL, you know, up here yeah. in the good old CFL, uh, Mr. Johnny uh-huh. Manziel has been traded from Hamilton. He's been traded from Hamilton really? to Montreal, uh, where oh, they wow. have no quarterback. So uh, Johnny Manziel will probably be getting... Might not be the next game, but probably the one after. He's going to be the starting quarterback for Montreal. So we're going to see what well, uh, we're going to find out what he's made of, at least as far as the CFL goes. Anyway, whether he even that makes has you a wonder why camp. he goes he goes and signs with Hamilton, and everybody makes a big deal. Then they trade his ass. <laughs> well, they had a, <laughs> like, well, what the hell? Same same as what happens in the NFL. They uh, they traded for him, thinking we could we could probably use him, and if he shows anything, we will. But he doesn't know the system, so for the first week or two, we're going to have to play somebody else or else he's going to get killed out there. So they threw in somebody else, and that guy turned out to be fairly good, so they don't need him. 
Well, uh, Tim, let me go ahead and run this by you here. Um, NFL training camp, Baltimore. The Ravens have already opened training camp. The rookies reported on 7-11, and the veterans reported on 7-18. But I, they may be in the Hall of Fame game. I believe the Hall of Fame game yeah, uh, they, teams report early. That is my uh, understanding not is that they've got – because I think they're playing the Bears, and the Bears reported on seven sixteen, and the veterans at seven nineteen. So I'm thinking that's what happened. Either them or the Saints, because the Saints reported a little early too. Um, but I'm looking here. Uh, actually, the great state of West Virginia, the Greenbrier, White Sulphur Springs, is hosting the Texans again. Um, you know, I I, I could have gotten media passes to that. Uh, go up. You're, you're just. Have you have you know now you've thrown another thing up there? Have you actually been in that place? The Greenbrier. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. That, that, I went to the Greenbrier bunker the, once. That is, yeah, that is the place with the bunker, correct? Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. My mom place. goes Never every been. year. Well, yeah, my I mom goes every are. year. It's uh, it's pretty cool. It's quite a, it's quite a piece of history. And what's more crazy is to think that there's probably still. Ten or fifteen of those rocking around the the country somewhere hidden. Yeah, yeah, they opened this one up for. Um, well, you somebody know, good, uh, eh? Sorry, yeah, apparently I, I read that or was... hurt somebody. A reporter yeah. spilled the beans by accident. Well, they leave it to a West to, Virginia uh, reporter, more than likely. Yeah, uh, didn't didn't mean <laughs> to, and uh, and because uh, I guess if you when you go there, even if you know where that door is. I guess it's near impossible to tell it's there. Oh yeah, you you it's, some, it's really hard to find. Um, there's some kind of a I, there's some kind of a mural or painting on the wall or something. And when the door is yeah. actually closed because it's some giant door, I guess you can't. You would have to be a genius to spy it. Well done, government. Yeah, but anyway, I, back uh, to the football. Hold on, before we, I'm I'm actually interested on on how it. Uh, because now you've got me wondering uh, about the bunker. Uh, let me I'm look, quite see if I can sure find that, here it is. that it was U.S. Uh, government approached uh, in the 1950s. The U.S. government approached Greenbrier for assistance in a secret emergency relocation center to house Congress in the aftermath of a nuclear holocaust. Classified yeah, they, as Project they, re- they, they built it under the guise of expanding the hotel, which they did do. But then they also yeah, they built did. a bunker at the same time. Which they did, and they built the bunker at the same time. Which I often wondered yeah. how they kept secret, because now I don't think you could keep that quiet. It says here the existence of the bunker was not acknowledged by the government. Ted Gupp of the Washington Post reported it in a 1992 story. Immediately after publication of the Post, the government decommissioned the bunker. The facility yeah, well, had since been renovated. It was actually it, it, stocked it, it, with supplies for 30 years i've seen like there's a documentary you can i think it's on i'm sure it would be on youtube there's a documentary you can watch about it where they they go down there and show you what was there and how it would have functioned there's a fully fully functioning uh press room that looks exactly like the one that's in the white house so they can even try to fool you they don't know yeah they took us in there yeah you know business as usual here in here in uh here at the white house no, 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 no. We're not. Yeah, the, the government has not fallen. Here we are. <laughs> they took us in. Uh, they took us in there and they showed us the uh, the one room that has the hundred seats, and then the other room with the four hundred and thirty-five. Uh, well, they had the room for the for house. Congress there, right? 
Yeah, yeah. There's it, it was Congress's bunker. Like that was what it was for. Yeah. Um but yeah, it was really neat. Huge, huge place. Uh if you ever in the West yeah, Virginia. The president, area, the president wasn't headed there. He he got no, better, you don't he want got better accommodations. Yeah, he got better accommodations than that anyway. You know, here we think about these idiots who are like, oh, idiot Dale stocking his underground bunker for 30 years. Meanwhile, that's what Mm -hmm. our government was doing in the 50s. So, I mean, think about that. And still does. Because, I mean, even the. uh, We've we've taken a total tangent here, but it's a cool one. Um, Even, like, things that people do know about, like NORAD. uh, What is that? A Cheyenne Mountain in Wyoming. They don't really use it anymore. It's there. And it still has some function, but the big function that it had at the day, they don't do that there anymore. They've moved that somewhere else because too many people. Yeah. It wasn't really – like I've often wondered about like the Pentagon. Like what's really there? I mean everybody knows where it is. I mean it's clearly you – know, It's interesting. And all that. Let's just – before we get into you – know, we, we were going to talk about football. Let's just go – I told you this is what happened. Here. Yeah, this no, is I'm, a full conspiracy here. Have you ever looked at the pictures from 9-11 of the Pentagon? Yeah. And, um, no, you I, I don't yet? propose to be, I don't propose to be a scientist or, uh, or any authority on what crash sites would look like, but it never looked to me like a, a, a full airliner ran into that thing. That didn't look like no crash site to me. That looked like a bomb went off. Now, we're going to get knocked on our found, doors probably from the NSA, but I'm just telling you, that didn't I look found, like any well, uh, I will continue to fight them up here where the mounted police won't get me because their reindeers are slow <laughs> in the summertime. Um, <laughs> They're in Ottawa. I could never, right. The one I could never figure about that was is why they went and took all the uh, close cam footage from anywhere, anywhere near that place and took it all, government requisitioned and released nothing and have released nothing and it has never seen the the light of day and weird how that happened I, huh and i could never well and this is a, we're going to start jumping all over the place but it's the same as the like the kennedy papers okay they just released quite a pile the Warren of commission? not that long ago yeah they released uh, part of the no, Warren commission whatever they whatever the government had that hadn't been that was still under lock and key and yet they turned around and still wouldn't release at all. And yet the official statement from the government is, is, well, this is what happened. Okay, well, if that's what happened and that's the official word and we know it to be true, what could possibly be in these files that we can't see? They're what, scared to there that I swear to you, yeah, I think sometimes they, they, are, they are scared to death that somebody is going to read what they have put down. And figure something out. That's what they're afraid of. Well, I, I yeah. Well, I'm quite sure in the case of that. I mean, I have. I mean, we could debate it for eons, but uh, the magic bullet theory is nonsense. Yeah, it I is. Mean, I, anyone who anyone who shot a gun knows that that's nonsense. That uh, you can't. I mean, bullets just don't do that. Then they have another bullet that just mysteriously appears at the at the hospital that is untouched, that supposedly went through a guy and hit a bone, but looks like it just was bought off the shelf. Okay, well, that's not yeah. possible. 
Um, also, just, don't forget. I mean, I'm don't not going to sit here that, and say that there's any deep conspiracy there or not, but there's just too many things that they can't answer or won't answer that leave room for me to believe that something more went on there, whatever it might be. Well, don't now, forget the fact wrong. that if you ever look at the photos of, of Kennedy, because um, there, there are photos from him at the hospital released of his head um the back of that head don't look like no entrance wound i've ever seen no it looks like an exit wound wound. and it would have been impossible for oswald to shoot him from the front so again anybody who's ever anybody who's ever handled a gun or shot anything would know this you know little hole little hole where it goes in big hole where it goes out i mean that's just exactly how it works exactly Um, like I said, I mean, there again, I'm not, I'm not going to go so far as to don't say. Don't forget, uh, he fell backwards when the bullet, or, when the bullet went through him. He fell backwards yeah, before the which, car which even sped up. It just, which would suggest to anyone that he was sense. shot in the front. No, exactly. no, I agree wholeheartedly. And yet yeah. they argue that that's not true. And it's well, how can it not be? Show me one other picture. We can go out in and shoot something a thousand times, and that same thing is going to. Happen there. I guarantee it. It's going to happen every time, unless you've either fucked with the footage or something. I mean, there's another one. Yeah. Where they've taken that film, the, Zapru- the Zapruder film, and then there was another one, and they've been locked up, and even they can't get that film back. And it's his, and they won't give it back. Yeah. To him. So what did they, what did they find they, in there? They found something. There's just a conspiracy. It looks like the. Well, uh, the very, at, like, at remember, the very least. At the very least, there was more than one shooter. At the very least. Oh, yeah. Now, how they're tied together or who put them there or all that, who knows? That's another trail that no one has ever got to the bottom of. But I will not believe that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald went there of his own accord and pulled that off all by his lonesome. I'm not buying that. Yeah, it's hard to believe that. But have you seen... uh... Have you seen the... Oh, hold on, we got a phone call. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Let's see who this is. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Hey, Naj, Uh-oh. what's up? It's Naj. Yeah, it's no nothing much. but trouble now, folks. No, <laughs> well, I, I, I got nothing on the Kennedy assassination stuff, man. Any conspiracy is good as any other, because I, you know, I have no idea. I was just wondering how y'all got here, because I, are we trying to conflate uh, raggedy, unqualified man who, who became president, who is constantly under fire to somebody like Kennedy, who went against oh, power. Oh, absolutely and, not. Absolutely okay. not. So no, no, we, 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 I suppose we probably could, but we, but we're not. We're trying to. We're trying I have to absolutely a, zero zero interest in ever speaking about that human being. Um, he actually went my, from. Uh, from the bunker at Greenbrier and, and yeah. uh, that sort of thing to yeah. other things. We talked about the Pentagon and then the 9-11 attacks, and then we ended up at Kennedy somehow. We were going to talk about football. <laughs> well, but, uh, I mean, in the, consp- in, the, in the realms of conspiracy theories, it's probably the – it's one, at least in North America anyway, it's the biggie, right? It's the one that everybody would like to hear an answer that makes sense that no one's ever been and, able to And give. never will. Right, never and right. probably unless, you're probably right. 
when we're too old and the people are too young to even understand it or to have relevance, that's when we'll get the full story. But I, I just wanted to make sure you guys weren't doing that, man, because I've seen a lot of people doing it. And I'm like, y'all don't get it. If, if this was what they say it was and he was against power, not only would he not have won, but they'd have done something to him a long time ago. It's like, no, this dude is doing everything they want him to do. You know, escalating wars, uh, starting, you know, battles with other countries over trade and tariffs and everything else. So it's like the so-called deep state argument has no merit, man, because, hell, he's giving them their dream, everything they want. He's signing off on it, just like his predecessor. Nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm weird. I, I'm, I guess I'm weird on the thing. I, uh, I do not support him, uh, but I also believe that by the American public constantly talking about him, they're giving him exactly what he wants, and that's attention. So I try to avoid giving him any attention, uh, and I focus said, on the uh, fact that if I want to change it, I'll have to wait till you know his term is up. So I can't do anything until then. So yeah, as long as he that, doesn't get me killed. Really, we're okay. That is the proper way to go about it. You don't burn down your neighbor's house or uh, ride in the streets or anything else. At the very well, where least, have you seen it, people's burning down a neighbor's house or rides in the street? Oh, it, it's well, happening I use now. Those terms. A, I use those terms there are probably even metaphorically, but... There has been, like, a lot of, of unrest, and I'm not saying over him per se, but this is a, the most no, divided... That they we've ever been his, as a country, I think, in yeah, a long time. At least Trump, in a long time. No, it's called yeah, they, just they being take covered what he right now. Supposedly there, there was a time where Nixon was on a college campus in California and threw up the, his victory sign and had to be rushed into the limo by Secret Service because the students were throwing rocks and bottles at him. So, I mean, this idea that, you know, division in America just happened, no, man, this is the way it's always been. It's just more oh, yeah, I, I agree. It's, it's, it's oh, no, I, I don't there, dispute that. It's just more on the forefront. What I'm trying to say is people are using that to, more than ever to further agendas that have nothing to do with it. That makes sense? Under, yeah, the, see, under the guise of, no, that, okay, this, we hate. This is where, yeah, this is where we part because I think what you guys don't get is the status quo is so unbearable to the majority of Americans that you're always going to have these problems unless you change the nation, which people oh, are not willing to I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Because power is not going to concede that. So you're going to have all this shit going on. But, I, I, yeah, I, look, when, when the Tea Party started, I didn't jump on those people and say, I don't agree with them. I think they're disingenuous because they had a lot of legitimate arguments, the same thing as the left now. And typically in America, if, if you're not in power and the other side holds all chambers of power, then you're going to see a whole lot of protesting and demonstration. So, I mean, this is business as usual, really. Okay, okay, but what I'm saying is I don't have a problem with protesting and demonstration that's done legally and is about the actual issue. What I'm trying to say is a lot of people, both left and right, are using him as a – he's their excuse for trying to push whatever agenda they're trying to push, which has nothing to do with him. Yeah, but why would you limit it to him instead of saying, okay, there are other issues that are going on? That well, or government, whatever word you about. want to you use. You see what I mean? But, but I still think it's, I mean, at least from an outsider looking in, I don't live in America, so granted, I have a different viewpoint than what you guys have got. But from outside looking in, I have never seen your country 
in the mess it's in now. Now, maybe it always has been and you just hit it better. I don't know. I mean, I would say uh, that your country, if they don't do something pretty soon, is on the verge of some type of civil war. Nah. It's business as usual, man. It's not a big deal. I was around. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I think like Amadou Diallo's killed and the police. I think I think I get where I get where knowledge is coming from. You know what I mean? Like this is not new. I get I get where knowledge is coming from. He makes a point, uh, and and I'll agree with you, knowledge. I think the problem is now is it's we live in the social media era, where if somebody does anything, it's already up and on Twitter or on Facebook and. And everybody, it's like it don't matter what you do, you're being watched now by thousands. And it was something that used to be just kind of okay, this is happening, but nobody's paying attention. Now the whole world's paying attention to everything that happens, and that's that's part of the problem too, I think. Yeah, things that would have been a local issue and local media would have usually not covered very well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now those things actually get light, so you know about it, but. Like I said, these things have been going on. It's, it's nothing new. Okay, so then are you, are you suggesting that it really isn't that bad there then? Well, it's always been bad because, you know, well, relative, I'm always. <laughs> relative to any other era. Yeah, yeah, it's always been bad, man. Okay, but, well, no, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to you gotta understand, poke holes you gotta in your position. I'm, I'm just trying to, from, no, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to see where you're coming America. from. So of course, well, fair enough. Mind, I mean, yeah. that is a that is something that I, unfortunately I cannot, I, I really can't do. I guess to be honest, because I'm not one. So you know, it is a well, it, it is yeah, I, well, it's hard. It's I hard to like see. This. I can only all see you it. Got, all you got to do is look it up and study it. Once you look it up and study it, whether you're black, white, yellow, red, whatever you are, if you see inequality and you know mass surveillance and overreach of power from government. And corporations also, you know, running wild, then you know you you get it. So I, I I don't think you have to have a certain background to get it either. I just think you just 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 got to take a peek at it. You'll see. Okay, fair enough. Um, then let me ask you this then, and I don't want to. I, I I if I offend you, I I don't mean to. Dude, How like long... I care about being offended. Y'all talked to me before. Well, this is true, but I just want to <laughs> I just want to get that out there because I I I mean nothing by it other than purely to look at it from that angle. Because like, we have the same problem up here, um, except it's instead of black people, it's indigenous people. But a lot of the argument from the other side of the fence is okay, how long, like I guess maybe maybe in the States it's a little bit different because maybe that stuff is still going on. Whereas up here, uh, I don't know, the argument could be made that the indigenous people are not, I won't say they're treated exactly the same as everybody else because that's probably well, not true. Well, y'all, y'all had a reparations bill to go through for them. Where but, they land, have, but they have land gotten a, a, yeah, they've been gotten a fairly good shake of the stick lately, at least from the federal government, has, has given them quite a bit back. Yeah. My point being is, is how long, because uh, I, I don't know how to put it, uh, how, how long is what, what, what happened to black people back in the day was horrific. I don't think anybody can ever make that argument, slavery, all that stuff. There's no way to spin that good. I don't care how you, how alt-right you are. There's still, that's just that's a bad thing, period, for anybody. Um, what's the... Is the black community... 
Is at some point the black community become more responsible for what happens to black people? Like, is there a way? I get where you're like, going. I, I'll break it to you like okay, this. Okay, try to explain the, it to me because you can probably do yeah. it better than me. You're asking the wrong question and saying how long. The question is, is there going to be justice or not? Because this isn't a thing of there was slavery, there was reconstruction, and then everything was fair, equal, and we moved on. No, this was decade after decade of not only racism but systemic pressure against one group of people. So it's not a thing of what happened in the past. It's a thing of what's going on at this very hour. So all of these things are still going on, just in different shapes and forms. So the question becomes, when will America stop being racist systemically? Now, interpersonally, yeah, you're going to have your, your share of racists in any country. You know, there's no way you would be able to get rid of that because some people are not going to like other people. That's one thing. When we talk about governmental systems and corporate systems that are against one group, that's when you talk about serious problems and inequality. Now, if you fix that problem and provide justice, then everything changes. But this is America where that has never happened. The land allocation and the different little, uh, different maneuvers you guys have made in Canada to the indigenous people, totally different argument, which is why, you know, the situations are so different. But in America, man, <laughs> this shit is never Well, we're not, uh, and, and that's we're also not dealing get. with, the numbers are not the same. There's nowhere the indigenous population of Canada is, is not even, I would say, is maybe two or three percent of the total. We're not dealing with the same. It's a different situation as far as numbers go. I mean, what is the? I don't know what the black population, how, uh, what percentage they yeah, are. Yeah, about, the total, about but fifty it, million. About but it, but it's but it's more than it's more than three percent anyway. So yeah. Um, yeah, but then at that point, that question becomes okay. Is it justice or not, regardless of percentage? If it was 5%, do you require those people to get well, justice or do you not? No, you but, the, it, we're, but we're talking about when we start to talk about, okay, how are we going to fix it? Um, now, I don't the know about the United States. The same way it's been States. fixed all over the globe. Right now, Germany has paid $889 million. Uh, I'm sure it's still counting. That's not including private lawsuits uh, to the survivors of the Holocaust. That's one of the great reparations cases okay. out there. Now, all right, so now you've said, sir, you've said survivors of the Holocaust. So when there's no more survivors, is there? Are then are we done with that? Is that over then? No, it's actually not because well, this is how it goes. Reparations are not checks paid to descendants or the family. Reparations are institutional building to take away for systemic injustice. So the electric grid, uh, the navy. Uh, a huge amount of the jobs that were created in Israel were based on those reparations to build their country. So that's where reparations work. Reparations are not you send a check to everybody. That's not how it works. People who have been systemically okay, see, and I think there are you provide the, up here now the, with the indigenous peoples. That is that is not quite how it works here. We give that the, the federal government pays the the, the bands, the reserves as we call them up here. And then what mm-hmm. happens with the money is not up to us anymore. So how my question being then is how much money do you get? Where's the and for how long? How how many years do I have to pay reparations for something that happened when Canada wasn't even a country? Yeah, see and, and this is where we get into the minutia of stuff because the idea of how much and how long, okay, the question is still should it be paid? Once we get to the agreement of should it be paid then you can deal with the, you know, deal with the numbers of it because the numbers 
aren't really the, the issue. The issue is should it be paid, and most people will say no. No, Santa, and I would and I would probably surprise you and say that I think it's incumbent upon the government uh, to look after all of its citizens the same, which means if you're going to do for one, uh, you know, okay. if you're going to pay, so, you know, so if you're going to cough let's up. Say this. Let, let's say this. Has other, have other groups been systemically deprived of the ability to accumulate wealth or to succeed in the society? If they have not, then we're talking about different situations. Like right now, generational wealth for an average white American, $50,000, and that's on the lower end. Higher end, you're talking about $100,000. Black folks, you're talking about damn near $3,000, and that's not including a cost. Now, when you're dealing with systems that have done that for generations, man, it's hard to really have these conversations and be like, yeah, if only things were okay, then, yeah, no, you're dealing with different different groups. Okay, but I'm not making that things. argument. What I'm trying to say is, I, I is how, do you, how do you fix – I mean, is – okay, I'll get right to the – is that problem fixable? Yeah, I just gave you the solution. I just gave you Israel and Germany. What is Israel now? Okay, but how many how many people are we talking about in Israel? Like, I think there again, we're we're looking at, I mean, the amount of dollars we're talking about. You're trying to use numbers and population as opposed to saying were these well, it doesn't matter on how you're going to pay for involved in a genocidal situation and are agreed. That's the issue. It's not about well, they're agreed, but, they, but somebody still has to write the check. And where does the money yeah. come from? The money comes from the government, who not only, uh, uh, you know, sanctioned the FHA loans that went to other people besides black people, black black people out of the GI Bill, go back to Social Security. Black people were the only people who were not included in Social Security at the beginning, uh, it, 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 and domestic. Like, those are the only two groups that Social Security didn't include. Okay. So we're talking about and I, and generational theft. And I don't dispute any – yeah, I don't dispute any of that. What I'm trying to get at, I guess maybe I'm not doing it very well, is now try to You're tell somebody who – You're saying that the number is going to be really big, and what I'm telling you is, yes, the number is going to be really big. Yes, it, I agree. As it but should be. But what I'm saying is for you and I who are older gentlemen, we understand why that number's big and why it needs to be paid. Tried to tell that to a 20-year-old who was not alive when any of that other stuff happened. Okay, your your government would like to write a trillion-dollar check for something. Mm-hmm. They're going to go uh-huh. screw that noise. And those same people, six months ago, there was a raising of the military budget by $600 billion. Uh. I don't don't dispute it in the first second, sir. I'm just saying. No, no, just hold on. But by saying that, what I'm saying is I don't think those people are genuine in worrying about the cost. I think those people do not like black people and don't think black people deserve it. You see what I mean? It's not the cost Um, that they don't think black people deserve it. um, I think it might be painting with too wide a brush there, but some, yes. Well, when you're talking that. about that issue, the, the numbers, man, they're going to be rough. Like, you can go to college campuses, and you'll find a lot of people who who studied it, and they'll say, oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, you're right on that. Okay, but if you go so, to the average citizen, average working class dude, and you tell him reparations for black, he's going to say, hell no, like you said, and list the reason why uh, that you just said. 
So I'll take it to the last step then, and then, then I guess we, we can agree to disagree or whatever we want to do. Let's say that payment is made. The federal government comes out and comes up with some kind of formula that's acceptable to everyone and says there's, uh, I mean, I don't know, there's 23 million black people. We're going to pay everybody X of dollars a, a person, um, however that formula, whatever it is, and it's agreed upon by all parties, and they write the check. Now what? Well, let's, now so you let's, have black. Now you the, have black okay, people operating solve, on an equal playing field. So now does, black people does that will be able solve to the problem? And I agree, well, but well, does that on. solve the problem? Well, and on. is that card well, well, playable me, anymore? Yeah, let me get to that because I, I think you're more worried about the card being playable than you are whether justice happened or not. At that point, black people would sink or swim based on their own merit, which everybody wants. And if you go back to that case for reparations with Jewish people, there was a big fight about it because some Jews felt that they were, they were taking blood money and that that was disrespecting the people who were killed then. They damn near came to a gunfight in a cassette, but you know what I mean, at the state building over this, man, because some of them felt like, no, man, I'm not taking that money. So that, that shit is deep, bro. But as far as uh, would it be different? Yes, because then black people sink or swim on their own merit. That's all. That's all any group of people will want. No, no, okay. I don't, I don't argue that point either. I'm just saying, do, do you think as a black guy, would the black community, are they will, if that was to happen, would nobody ever play the race card again? Yeah, but see, this is the thing. The idea of playing the race card, to me, not only is that a ridiculous Well, I don't know how else to say it. I'm, that that no, might be totally uh, no, insensitive I, yeah, saying it that way, but... I know. I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's not about it's sensitive or not. I, I just think it's an illegitimate phrase. But, no, the issue would be, okay, black folks got their stuff. Now they have the ability to sink or swim based on their own damn merit. So you're saying black people shouldn't be shouting racist at that point. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, no, not necessarily, because that doesn't necessarily stop racism. But the argument that, okay, the government has not helped me, and that is the reason why I am where I am. No, because you're talking about bigotry, like regular bigotry. Yeah, you're going to have to deal with that, whatever. But systemic racism, where you're excluded from places and, you know, different aspects of society, that's the issue that reparations would kill, because now you don't have to worry about it. So as far as dealing with bigotry, that would be the same as everybody else, dealing with some people who don't like some groups. So, yes, that, that would change a bit. But, like I said, this is the problem in America is definitely not somebody using a so-called race car. And if this race car does anything, please let me know. Because, well, obviously, I never knew we had a race car we could play a, to change everything. As a white man, and, and you, you and I are friends, and, and we can agree to disagree, but I feel yeah, the yeah, same yeah, way as a, as a white guy up in Canada anyway when I hear the words white yeah. privilege. And I go, what privilege is that? I, I, I don't, yeah, that's, I mean, that's the problem with scholarly work. Scholarly work, they want to cover huge swaths of people, and they want to say, okay, you should be able to understand that we're saying mostly these people, as opposed to taking the terms and breaking it apart. So, yeah, that is also a regular true. white dude who's working 40 hours a week, and he hears somebody say white privilege, he's like, motherfucker, what? So, yeah, I get that. I hear you because I, cause I go, I don't know where that white privilege was when I was growing up, but I didn't have any of it. I'd like to get some, please. Yeah, I, I think sometimes educators I, I, I guess if nothing else, much. 
Over yeah, if heads. nothing else, we can just even the two of us talking for 15 minutes. We've at least shown yeah, that that good. problem is is a huge problem. It's not an easy one to solve. It should be solved. I think we both we we, we agree on that at least. I'm not sure how the hell they go about doing it, but um, just if they're willing to do it or not. Yeah, and, right and now, my 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 real that. feeling on that is is that will is not there. Nope. I think we got another 50 years or so before there you know, are not that's enough actually uh, Yeah, there's there's not enough. Um, well, I'll come right out and say it. There are too many old rich white people who are not going to go with that. It's not going to yeah, happen. I don't think I'll be alive to benefit from it when it does happen. It's put up there. I, I would probably I, I would have to agree with you because I, I don't think there's any uh, there's no no real willpower from the people that would have to get on board for that to happen. Uh, are going to. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. All right, well, so we end up in the same place at least. So that's not so bad. <laughs> or, uh, right. To get away from the politics, are you a football guy? And you're uh, you're in Atlanta, right? Yeah. So are you a? Yeah, unfortunately. Are you, are, you, are you a Falcons fan, or are you are you go back to the Bears? Nah, yeah, I still roll with them, man. I just don't accept. I don't expect anything good to happen, man. This is a cursed franchise. <laughs> I told y'all before, man. <laughs> Hell, you've seen it. You've seen um, yeah, unfor- unfortunately, you've seen the franchise quarterback dog fighting. You've seen it all, man. It's the cursed franchise. And yeah, I'm old enough to remember when the Bears were good. There you go. I mean, I remember <laughs> the Super Bowl. What was that? Eighty, sometime in the eighties. Oh yeah, eighty-five. Jim McMahon and all the Super Bowl, all Chicago that. Chicago will never let you forget. It was eighty-five. Oh yeah, it was eighty-five. Okay, it was the year I graduated high school, sir. So. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Well, I wasn't when born guys, yet. Yeah, I wasn't I born yet. Bears. I know he likes. He's he's the Eagles fan, right? Nah, Tr's no, not on Tom. tonight. Tom's the Eagles fan. Okay. Who 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 would also not let you forget? He would now tell you. Uh, please rephrase that <laughs> as uh, world champion Philadelphia Eagles, please. Right, right, right. World <laughs> champion Eagles, which sounds uh, weird anyway. <laughs> I'm uh, as as the guy from West Virginia. We don't have anything close to a professional sports team. The closest thing we get is Morgantown on Saturdays with West Virginia football, uh, which I'm mm-hmm. actually not the biggest fan of of West Virginia oh. football. Uh, and, and I'll you, tell you why. Like, I love you don't miss. I had my reasons. Pat White and, and Slayton. I didn't. I'll be honest with you. As a guy that's grown up here. Um, West Virginia football, not basketball. West Virginia football fans are some of the most annoying, ignorant people you'll ever meet in your life. Because every single year, for as long as I could remember, they would be preaching how we're going to the national title game. I was like, guys, I don't think Jarrett Brown is going to lead West Virginia to the national title game. Well, And... You know, one year, 2007, West Virginia had the best football team in the country, bar none, as far as I'm concerned. That was the year they choked at home against Pitt. Uh, If they would have won that game, they would have went to the national title game. They were ranked number two in the country, and they choked at home. Pat White's last game in Morgantown. or No, it wasn't his last game. It was the last game of his junior year. Um, And then they go on and they stomp Oklahoma in the uh, Fiesta Bowl. And just beat the dog piss out of them. It uh, wasn't even close. They had Owen Schmidt on that team. Uh, I can't remember if they had Slayton on that team or not. But 
West Virginia football fans were spoiled by Pat White, and that, and they think that they're the best thing ever. And now Will Greer is there, and this is a guy. I'm a guy who I uh, worked in the media for a while as a sports writer, and I had you know passes to all of West Virginia's football games. I've interviewed these people. You know, Will Greer's a, a great guy, and I've been in the the media rooms and the the press conferences and down on the field. You know, in the fourth quarter, you know, met a lot of these people. And they're great people, but God, the fans are the most annoying people in the fucking world. Oh my God! If I have to hear how we're, Will Greer is going to win the, the Heisman, and, and the he might Blue Devil fans. At one point, I would have said yes, but not recently. Um, mainly because I think West Virginia fans are starting to realize that they're not as great as they think they are, <laughs> and I think they've <laughs> lost confidence in, in Dana Holgerson. The Cameron, but uh, the Cameron crazies do actually believe that they're the greatest thing. Every year. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I also hate the Tar Heels, too, but that's another story for another yeah, day. Another um, I think everybody's got that top five college teams that they can't stand. Like, they're just annoyed by. Mine are Oklahoma, Duke, North Carolina, USC, and, well, hell, I guess i got to pick another one, Ohio State. Yeah, I, I don't like Ohio hmm. State. So, those are my five. I have a great hate for Duke. Or not hate, I just never liked the team. Duke, and uh, I really can't stand Georgetown either, although I can't really tell you why. Maybe Patrick Ewing. Much respect. Don't know. Much respect for Patrick Ewing and Allen Iverson, sir. So you, yeah. But, um, yeah, see, but to I make a long to, story. you got to remember, what, what I get to hear for news up here, or at least back in the day about, uh, well, any American sports for that matter, I mean, I knew there yeah. was a uh, there was the Dallas Cowboys and whoever the Dallas Cowboys were playing that week. I'm that sorry for that. Much, uh. <laughs> that was pretty much the extent of the coverage because that was the, you know, the team from the 70s who was, well, you know, where the bullshit with, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan, but with the bullshit with America's team and all that nonsense started. Yeah. And cheerleaders, of course, didn't hurt. Um, and oh, that's course. what they covered up here. But uh, I've been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, we, and we lost Nosh. Uh but I've been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. I probably got tired of the football talk. Must have. But I've been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, as most people would know. So I was going to go back to Naj, but he, he left us. Maybe he so, had a dead zone or something. Who knows? Possible. He's a uh, he is a very very intellectual man, and he I think that very is smart. the talk that uh, I think that is the talk. He doesn't mind talking sports a little bit, but I think he's more interested in the in the jabbing of. Uh, of, uh, in the political realm, which I don't mind doing, but at some point, like, you saw me, out, I checked out pretty. I checked out. Pretty yeah, quick but at some point, it's just going. it's even and a no knock to Nas because, uh, like I said, I will give him all the kudos in the world. Smart guy. Um, I can't. I oh, just absolutely. can't see the issue. Yeah, I, I can't see the issue from his point of view, and he can't understand why I can't, and I can't explain to him why that is, and vice versa. Because I was trying to, but well, my point, yeah. which he didn't take or didn't get, was that at what point, you know, okay, so we pay the money. Now, is the problem done and solved, and, and what if it isn't? Like, I, I don't understand why the check just solves everything. I, I, I don't I don't understand that. I don't see how that... Uh, um, I don't see how that changes anything myself. Yeah, I mean, me. I, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna that's set me up out here, on this so. one. I'm. I'm not even gonna throw my two cents in. 
Uh, that's just where I'm at on it. So it's kind of just like, eh, you know, kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. I throw my two cents uh, in because I don't have a dog in the race. So because <laughs> I don't live either. there. So, so for me, it's kind of like I just don't see that problem. Like, I mean, he did agree, though. Like, I, that problem's not getting fixed. Yeah, and I'll agree with him on that, and that's where I'll leave yeah, it. But uh, anyway, back to football. Go ahead. Well, I mean, um, what more can what we, we talk really about? say? Because I don't know how m- – we're not going to have a whole lot of time here. Uh, and we're already almost – we're 20-some minutes over already. Well, I don't know how much over, time – we'll... We've only been on the air for an hour, really. Yeah, an so, hour but I don't know how much bit, extra so... time we get here. So yeah, I don't want to go too they, long uh, at all. They could uh, – well, we could always uh, – we can shut her down if you're so inclined. It's whatever. Uh, I got well, plenty more know, to say can, about we, plenty of things, but whatever works for you, we can always fire well, up again. Well, I've got a I've got a fiance that's wanting to sleep, and I'm keeping her awake. So I think we should oh, call well, it. <laughs> I would have to say that I find that to be totally unacceptable. Oh well, it's too bad. There <laughs> you go. So that's, uh, that, was the, that was what you should have said. That's not that's too bad for you. But then I'm going to throw it back <laughs> if we started at 8. Supposed to. Well, you know. That was my fault. A mistake. <laughs> are, you Conrad, are you channeling Conrad Thompson all of a sudden? Maybe. No. Or are you doing your Bruce? Well, you that was know. Your Bruce. Oh, you know. But uh, yeah, we, we may fire up again tomorrow evening if we got nothing nothing going on, um, or tomorrow afternoon or something. We'll figure something. Well, out. Well, actually, what, maybe what we should do is, if possible, if you're free tomorrow afternoon, maybe we can we can uh, we can shoot the ship. Mm-hmm. We'll go for a lighter we'll go for a lighter menu than what we did today or tonight. Okay. Uh, maybe we'll go we'll go down the musical vein and see where that takes us, or maybe talk okay, some we can movie do that. talk or something or something like that and. Uh, yeah, so let's let's do that instead. We'll we'll call her a night okay. for tonight and close up shop. And All right, yeah, so your, we'll do your that. Better half can uh, call it a, an evening, and so she can you know so that you uh, are alive for tomorrow because we don't yeah, want to find out there's fresh graves uh, in West Virginia tomorrow morning. <laughs> but yes, uh, we'll, we'll do that tomorrow, and I'll get in touch with you, and we'll make sure that happens. Uh, all right, that's so for the plan. Sunday, let's do that. For the Sunday into Monday podcast about nothing that ended up being about a lot more than nothing. Well, uh, as always, Nate and Tim. As always, uh-huh. take care. Good night, everyone. Take Good care day, of yourselves eh? and and each other. And be nice to each other. Yeah, oh, God, barf. <laughs> I'm Jerry Springer, bitch. <laughs>